And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, hello once again, friends, neighbors, and countrymen, listeners around the world, and legendary John Bon Jovial. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, welcome yep. all the listeners. And uh, hey, we're here for another fun show. We've got a lot of fun stuff happening this week. Got some new music. We've got some that isn't even released yet. And uh, just got all kinds of things happening, and we're so glad you're here to happen with us around the world and also in Rochester, New York, where we listen to on WRFZ FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio, and uh, also thanks to Mary Perry in Rochester, who is an accredited disability representative and underwrites the David Bowers Awards on Rochester Free Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, our first song of the day, the Chicago group known as the Buzz this is Lipstick Smack.
Hey kids, this is the legendary John Bon Jovial, and I just want to remind you, you're listening to the David Bowers Awards. Thank you very much. Those are the Buzzhounds, Jeff Manga on guitars and vocals, Marco Lira on drums, Bob Miller on bass. They've played all around the world. They've shared stages with everybody from Government Mule to Les Paul, and uh, they've, what, they've, well, they've, this is their fifth album. It's coming out this summer, and that track you just heard has not even been released yet, so uh, watch for it. That's Lipstick Smack. They call themselves the Buzz Hounds, and the album, which is out this summer, is going to be titled Chicago Go Go. Okay, and uh, that sounds like I'm stuttering, uh, probably because I am. Now, Chicago Go-Go is the title of the album, and the band is called The Buzz Hounds. And uh, what did you think of that one, John Bon Jovial? Well, I tell you what, I like the line in there, like a good girl should and like a bad girl would. You know, that pretty much says it all, doesn't it, right there? <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, good song. I like that. I, I don't know how much uh, mass appeal that's going to get because of some of the lyrical content, but I could I, I could definitely see, uh, you know, some of the, um, you know, more independent stations out there playing it that, uh, you know, really uh, aren't shy about that kind of thing because, I mean, really, there's no bad words in it. Uh, no, it's suggestive. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. suggestions, if you will. I, I, I don't see the Hobby Lobby bit uh, people uh, playing that song, but I can certainly see <laughs> uh, something like that getting played on Sirius XM. Uh, you know, oh, yeah, a lot of internet right here radio. On the David Bowers Awards show. You never know. You'll get a lot of internet radio Absolutely. play, and uh, a, a lot will depend, I think, on what they do with a music video for it. If they get a good, uh, strong catchy uh, video and uh, get it up on YouTube, uh, they're going to get a, a lot of hits, I think. Uh, we'll look forward to hearing more from them and also from our audience, what you all think about the Chicago-based Buzz Hounds. Oh, John, John Bon Jovial, how are things with you this week? Oh, well, you know, I'll tell you what, it's another week here in southwest Florida paradise known as Naples and environs. Uh, actually, we had a whole bunch of rain, and fortunately in the last few days it's kind of let up a little bit, although, uh, you know, it's we're getting into summertime weather. We're getting into that summertime pattern now where uh, it's going to, you can just count on it raining every day between 3.30 and 4.30, and it's just going to rain its butt off for about 10 minutes, and it's just going to be like it never happened, other than the fact that the humidity will be god-awfly oppressive. <laughs> uh, but, but, I know uh, what you well, mean. What, what was it, the, uh, the, the great, legendary David Bowers once termed it, uh, here in Camp Swampy. <laughs> Camp Swampy, yes. And, and hey, that's pretty much exactly. what it is. I know exactly what you mean. We're about to head into what they call our monsoon season, where we'll get, uh, well, beginning in, I don't know, around the 1st of July. I forget what the exact date is, but uh, uh, that's when we get our inch or two of rain. So, uh, yeah, that's, I know, I know what rain is. We'll go all the way up to, what, about 19%. I, I feel oh, so, so badly for you. Yeah, sometimes it gets over 20. You never can tell for sure. <laughs> Right here on the David Bowers Awards, which is the show where every show is an award show. And uh, we don't have Robert De Niro here cursing and swearing on the show, but we do try to have a lot of fun. And you guys all get to help us pick the award winners by sending in the name of uh, somebody that you think has done something musically 
great or incredibly stupid. And <laughs> yeah, Robert De Niro, if he was too bad, he's not a musician. He'd fall into that category. But uh, yeah, if we, yeah. Uh, if you've got somebody you think has done something noteworthy, uh, music related, let us know, uh, send us their name and what you think they've done. And uh, we might even have an award for them. Uh, just like we have here in just a minute coming up right after we thank our house band, Diddy Bingo, for providing us the theme music. And uh, we're looking forward to them being back with us probably somewhere around the end of the year with some new music. Definitely looking forward to that. We want to get to our first The David Bowers Award of the Week. And this one, well, this one is, uh, what can I say? It's something that uh, we'll talk about in a minute. Let's, uh, let's roll the music and listen to a little bit of it first. Ladies and gentlemen, something that you may or may not be familiar with. Simon's classic Graceland title theme, uh, claimed as one of the most iconic records in rock and roll history, uh, came out in 1986 in the Graceland album. And uh, unfortunately, uh, some people, some of these, quote, biggest stars in dance and electric music uh, have uh, decided to do a uh, remix of it. And they've used uh, MK, Richie Ahmad, Paul Oakenfeld and Groove Armada, among others, uh, to create this uh, this uh, piece Abismal. of music. I, yeah, you know, you know, I I am not God against awful. I am not against uh, dance remixes, especially if it's dance music. But to take a classic song like Graceland and do that to it uh, is. Uh, now, to me, that's that's unforgivable. That's there are just some some songs, you know, that's kind of like uh, doing a rap version of the national anthem or something. You know, it's just one of those things you don't do. You don't do. You know, you're right. You just don't do it. I mean, look, let's face it. You can be as diplomatic about this as you want to. But I'm sorry if I were Paul Simon, I'd be very upset about that because, you know what? That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. awful. It really <laughs> no, too. No two ways about it. Hey, listen, I've listened to some dance music and dance music remixes, and uh, some of them oh, yeah. are really clever. Some of these guys oh, there's some have great a, stuff out there. Have a lot of talent, but you don't take a classical piece of music like Graceland and and rework it. It's it's just it's just wrong. I'm sorry. I, I no. I, I, yeah, it is. It's just wrong. There's certain yeah. certain things that you leave well enough alone because there's just no way that you can improve upon them. 
And, um, you know, there's, there's two things that come to mind immediately. Paul Simon is one and Windows 7 is the other. You just you can't improve upon them, although people try to. Yeah. Well, um, I can't argue that Windows 7 was, uh, was a pretty good platform and Graceland was every bit. The classic album. That's it was an stellar, album. Of the stellar record. So the the only yeah, award, record. the only award that I can give to uh, these guys that decided they were going to remix uh, Paul Simon's Graceland mm. is. That yep. being said, <laughs> that being said, let's move along here because we've got another one for you, another new track. That is just being released, and this is a uh, and from an old friend of ours too. From an old friend of ours too. Well, let's not accent the old. He might take that a little a bit wrong. A good friend of ours. <laughs> a good friend of ours. Friend who's of ours been a friend of ours time. for a while. Yes, there you go. From over across the pond. Uh, let's see. What are the notes on this? From Snail Mail's debut album. No, that's not what this is all about. That's a whole nother song. Okay, get that out of there. These. We got to do something about this teleprompter. What we've got is just what you've been looking for, or at least what he's been looking for. Ladies and gentlemen, the newest from our friend Jerry Hall called All You've Been Looking For.
There you have it, the latest from our good friend and Mr. Jerry Hull over in England who just keeps churning them out. And I'll tell you what, uh, John Bon Jovial, Jerry has himself quite an audience over there because we get a lot of followers listening in every time we play one of his tunes. Oh, I know he's got quite the following and has been building it up for quite a while. He's just got a particular sound that uh, really, I, you know, it hasn't caught on so much here in the USA, but uh, over, you know, in England and Western Europe, you know, he's really crushing it. And uh, and I'm glad for him. And, and hopefully, you know, he'll be able to, uh, you know, start mesmerizing the crowds over here as well and, uh, yeah, and develop that it. following because he's, he's certainly worthy of it. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely building here, but he's got the uh, he's got the ball rolling big time over there. Right now, we're going to bring on our first guest for this week, and the band goes by the name the Cherry Pools. Okay, thank you, David. Yes, we do have with us this afternoon the Cherry Pools, and we are so glad to have them right here on the David Bowers Awards. And we've got Martin Broda of the band. And uh, Martin, I understand that you're kind of the spiritual leader, uh, the lead singer, and uh, basically uh, the idea behind the band. Uh, why don't you come on in and, and, and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Martin, I'm the uh, vocalist in Cherry Pools. Um, yeah, this band kind of formed the uh, summer of last year, 2017. And... Uh, we launched the band in December. Um, we've been going hard. We uh, started our first tour um, February with a band called Paris. Um, now we're currently on the road with another band called I Don't Know How But They Found Me, which is um, basically composed of two members, one of which that was in Panic at the Disco uh, named Dallin Weeks, and then uh, the drummer, Ryan Seaman, who is uh, also another band, uh, project called Falling Universe. But yeah, it's, uh, this tour's going super well. Super stoked to be here, um, getting a great response from, from fans and whatnot, and yes, it's all going well. Well, all the reading that I've been doing about your band, uh, looks like you guys are really getting a fine reception on the West Coast, and I see that you're kind of expanding to the East a little bit, uh, that yep. uh, you played the uh, the Spring Fling in Cleveland, I see. Uh, how did that yeah, go? Yeah, we played, a, we played that about, oh boy. I, I lose track of time on, on tour, but uh, I think it was about a week and a bit ago. Okay. But uh, yeah, we played this played the second day of that festival. It went over super well. It was kind of a sort of a dif- different demographic than I guess what we're familiar with. But it's always good to play in front of a new crowd with new, you know, you know new fresh faces and uh, see their reaction. And uh, it was it went went over super well. Um, oh, that's outstanding. We played earlier on in the day, but it's uh, there's still a pretty packed room, so. It was, it was really good. And then we actually played Cleveland again last night, which is really cool, because um, we saw some familiar faces from that festival come out to uh, the show last night. So it all comes full circle. It's really cool. 
Well, Cleveland's a great rock and roll city. Uh, I it never did totally radio. Is. I, you know, I did a lot of major market radio, but I didn't do. Uh, I didn't work in Cleveland, but I know several people that did. And you know, Cleveland's always had a great music scene. So I'm glad that you guys were able to get some exposure there. Now, what I want to yeah, ask you awesome. about is, um, uh, Martin, is you know your history. Uh, I, I've, I've been listening to your music. It's beautifully produced, so it's obviously you. you know you've got some experience at doing this. Oh, you're welcome. So I'd like to yeah, find sure. out where did you come from, and, and I don't necessarily mean well. I'm from L.A. Now, that's not what I mean. Where did you come from musically, and and you know tell us a little bit about your history and 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 how you got to where you are today. For sure, yeah. Um, so I was raised on a lot of, like, 80s pop music uh, through my mother. She played a lot of, like, Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, you know, those kind of, you know, massive celebrities <laughs> um, who were, you know, massive icons in those times and still are. But uh, I kind of was raised on that, and um, I guess I've always had a fascination with pop music growing up. Um, obviously, I got into, like, you know, the Backstreet Boys and that kind of stuff as I as I grew into my, you know, my teens. And uh, it wasn't until I think it was uh, coming out of elementary school, going to high school, I decided to, to take a concert band. And uh, I, my first instrument that I ever played was like trumpet. And I was, uh, yeah, I, I definitely found my love for music then. Um, it wasn't until um, I, jo- I got into high school that I joined my first, uh, like, I guess, band per se. It wasn't really like a serious thing. We kind of just did it just for, you know, for anything just to kind of kill time and so um kind of our, that per, that project actually took off online and uh, later on about that year we uh we went on our first national tour and yeah i've been touring in bands for i would say like eight years now which is awesome and i still have a, a huge love for it and then yeah when when my previous band kind of um ended uh it was i took like a little step back and i really like I really honed in on what I want to pursue for for the future, and I've always wanted to be like a pop band, and I never never had that opportunity until Cherry Pools, and so um, here we are. Yeah, well, That's you know, something I'm, you, I'm very passionate about. Sure, I've and you know, I've listened to you know the song that we're going to play in a few minutes, uh, all the way, mm-hmm. and it has a it, it's got a very nice pop sound to it. It's got a real Thank commercial you. feel. Uh, which yeah, you know, some sure. people you know will look at the the commercialness of a song and say, "Oh man, that's just too commercial." I you know I I can't relate to that, but yeah. uh, you know I it it seems to me like you've taken the genre and have embraced it. Uh, and it absolutely, is, I feel like you have to. Yeah, you, like there's a, there's, a, there's a stigma with pop music. I feel that everybody everybody thinks it's cheesy and that kind of stuff. But I feel like if you have no shame and you 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 own it. Uh, that's I think that's the best way to do it. So we love pop music. We we play pop music, and we're a pop band. So well, there you go. And I think that's terrific. Um, you know, I'm I'm also mm-hmm. looking over my notes here, um, and uh, you're going to be on uh, what is it, the 25 City Liquor Tour, <laughs> which I I, <laughs> I I love the name of that. And uh, one of your stops is going to be in Albuquerque, New Mexico, which is uh, where I used yep. to live. And there's a oh no, yeah, there's an amazing music scene in Albuquerque. Uh, can you tell us a, a little something about uh, you know where you're going to be playing and and uh, you know what yeah, led you, uh, you to Albuquerque? <laughs> um, well, so that tour is happening at the end of July with a band called Lydia. 
and um, that's gonna be our very first nationwide tour. We've done uh, East Coast and like a little bit of the Midwest, but that tour specifically will be our first nationwide tour, and we're super stoked because uh, yeah, we get to play markets like Albuquerque, which is you know some place some you know it's a spot that not many bands go to, but I feel people that really appreciate music there differently. But uh, yeah, we get to play like these cool little small towns, and very excited to do it. Um, you know, I, I live to be on the road. I love, I love it. So, well, you know, there's a there's a culture. It's all good fun, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a culture in the desert Southwest, and uh, you're, that you're going to find in places like Albuquerque or uh, you know Ruidoso, or you know even in you mm-hmm. know around around uh, Phoenix, that uh, you know there is a. Uh, a culture of, uh, for lack of better words, Mexican rock and roll, and uh, yep. you, you know you want to listen to bands like Los Lonely Boys and Los Lobos, <laughs> and get a real feel for uh, for that Amazing. kind of thing. And you know, if you can infuse, and this is only my suggestion, but if you can yeah, infuse sure. a little bit of that style into some of your future writings, uh, you mm-hmm. know, you're going to pick yourself up one hell of a nice large audience with that. Uh, really? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 it's, it's yeah. very it's very big. So, uh, I, I I guess the um, you know the next question uh, that I you know that I want to ask you about uh, is the future visions of the future. Where do you see yourself, and where do you see cherry blossoms? Uh, cherry blossoms. <laughs> for, 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 That's not the me. first time I got that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Where, where do you envision cherry pools? And my apologies on that. Uh, oh, in, no worries, in, in, no in, in five years, because you know you guys have got a good start, and and I'm curious to get your thoughts as to where you think you might be. Honestly, we strive to be you know the biggest band that we possibly can be, and. Uh, you know, definitely, we want to be playing in stadiums for sure. Like that's uh, that's where our mindset is. So, like like all bands and all artists, we you know we want to be the biggest, possibly you know, the best in in the world. So, hopefully, uh, in the next five years, we'll be you know, at a lot like a much larger uh, status, which uh, which we're hoping to get to. And yeah, sure, if, sure, uh, yeah. Stadiums, stadiums are hopefully on our bucket list. We'll and, see. And you guys all get get along well with each other. There's a good vibe with the band. Absolutely, yeah. There's, uh, we've only known each other for not that long, but it's just uh, you know the energy we have on stage and the energy we have together. Just yeah. Well, that's something, Listen, something else for sure. Uh, in the in 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 the short time that we have uh, left here, Martin, uh, we've only got yeah. a couple of minutes or so. Uh, tell us a little bit about the song that we're going to hear uh, all the way and, and, and tell us how people can find you and, and buy your music. Absolutely, yeah. So the song that you guys are about to hear all the way, um, premise in the you know, synopsis of it is pretty much um, roman- romanticizing the, the, the idea of, of just grabbing your thing, packing up, and, and leaving with a special someone, just completely you know, abandoning your current situation and just leaving town and and not knowing where you're going. I, I always find myself, you know, writing songs about that because it's just something that's just so, I don't know, it's, it's very captivating. You know, you want to find like that reckless love, which is cool. So um, the video kind of portrays that idea. Um, it's shot in Los Angeles and kind of just um, the, the band and myself and, and female actresses just kind of, you know, enjoying life and just kind of riding, you know, 
riding it out. There you thing. go. Just, well, yeah. let, it, let us know how you know we can find you on the web. What's your website, uh, sure. your Facebook uh, page, and that kind of thing? Yep. So um, we have a, a band website, uh, cherrypoolsband.com. You can see uh, all our show dates there. There's merchandise. There's music videos, all that. So um, And at, as for uh, Twitter and Instagram handles, uh, at cherrypools. And uh, you can check out our, our music on Spotify, Apple Music, all that. Yeah. Excellent. Well, that's great. Thank you very Thank you so much. much. That's uh, Martin Broda of the band the Cherry Pools right here on the David Bowers Awards. And ladies and gentlemen, here it is, the Cherry Pools and All the Way. There you have it. 
all the way. Those are the Cherry Pools right here on the David Bowers Awards. Don't forget to tweet us your comments at hashtag TDBA. Up next, we've got a gentleman who has been with us before. As a matter of fact, the last time is me. I, I think there's a young lady with him also. Don't want to. I don't want to sound sexist, but um, the last time we talked to this gentleman, he was with a Vancouver, British Columbia group, and uh, now he's got a new project on his own, and he's dropping in to uh, sit and talk with us today and share some of the music. So welcome, if you would, please, Bobby McElhoney. Hello, Bobby. Hey, David. How are you? Doing just fine. How about you? Doing good, man. I'm doing really good. Thanks for having us on again. Ah, It's all good. Understand you've got a new project you're working on. Yeah, um, I started uh, this. uh, We started this this acoustic duo um, a few months ago. We just dropped our single uh, a couple Fridays ago. Awesome. Tell us about the project. Well, it's um, you know it's it's like it's super close to home. It's a it's kind of a you know close to our heart kind of project. It's it's something that we've been working on for a while, and and it was a side project for a long time. It kind of had the back burner, and and um, and right now is just the right time to kind of bring it out. And and um, so me and Sarah just uh, we're writing songs and and um, yeah and performing. And I understand uh, Sarah's with you right now, right? She is. I, I Hello, am. Sarah. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having us on. Hi. Oh, it's I'm always great. How are you? We're doing just fine. <laughs> Thank you. Glad to have you joining us here today. And uh, glad to hear about the new project. On How are you doing with it? I'm, I'm doing great. Um, yeah, this is really exciting for me. It's probably been about a good 10 years since I've been in kind of a band uh, situation. So um, Bobby and I were music partners, like you said, just kind of on the side while he was busy with his other band. And yeah, we've kind of just, uh, we hit it off right away with the music. It, it really um, was the right collaboration and easy to write songs together. Um and yeah, it's just kind of really taken off. People are really enjoying it, and we're really enjoying the process too. So it's been great. Uh, after after a ten year hiatus, it uh, it must be <laughs> it must be kind of a, a mixed emotion. It's got to be a good feeling to get back in the saddle again, but it's also got to be a little bit uh, uh, a little bit different because you got to get yourself started all over again. Yeah, absolutely true. It was, uh, there was a lot, mixed emotions is a good way to put it, especially going into studio for me, because it had been about 10 years since I'd been in the studio. I mean, there's just nowhere to hide when you're there. And it just was, yeah, a lot of things, you know, coming up to the surface, but I was so enjoyed it again. It was just, it was awesome. And being in the Vancouver indie scene here is just, it's awesome. There's so many wonderful artists here. Everybody's very supportive of each other. Um, so it's a wonderful environment to just be creative and express yourself. So I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It's been great. Uh, Sarah, hi, it, it's John. And the, I guess, you know, you, you, you partially answered a question that I have for you. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of like, is it like riding a bike? You know, once you learn, you never forget. Although you may be a little wobbly at first, and, and but then you pick it right up again. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to put it. It's funny how you have seasons in your life where certain things, I, I find for myself, I spent, I've always written and I've always played. So there'd be a lot of times where I would be less busy with my day-to-day life and I would be sitting down and writing. But um, performing that um, is a different experience than just doing it in your house with your friends and your family. So that part of it, I find, is more getting back onto the bike and pedaling a little bit and just making sure that you have enough momentum to keep going forward. Um, because if you don't, then you're just wobbly and you're falling all over the place. So um, sure. the writing and the playing have been great. And I've always I've kept that up over the years. But the performing part, I was like, okay, all right, I need to sit back down again. And let's just let's just see how this rolls. <laughs> Well, you know, you're putting yourself on the business end of things when you go back into the recording studio, or if you're scheduling a tour, or if you're producing a piece of music. So what about, you know, although 10 years may not seem like that long of a period of time as far as technology is concerned, technology has advanced and changed. And have you found that any of the new studio techniques are uh, either unfamiliar to you or, or, I don't know, for lack of better words, intimidating? Uh, yeah, it was, I'll be honest, it was a completely different experience because I'm just used to, what we used to do is just go in, sit down, play it once. Do you know what I mean? Like you're all playing together and you're just, you're just, you're just laying it out there. And, and this time, I mean, hoping that you don't make a mistake <laughs> and then you're doing it again, making sure, you know, as many times as you need to do it till it's, you know, you have the sound and the end result that you want. And this experience was a little bit similar in the way that Bobby and I just sat down and played it together. Um, they wanted that, we wanted that feel of just um, that closeness and, you know, the bleeding through the mics and all of that. Um, but the technology was completely different, like computers and just even, uh, yeah, it was a little intimidating. And, but at the same time, <laughs> sure. I was like, we can do that. Well, yeah. Now, now, Bobby, I, I'm, uh, or Sarah, I, I ask really solely out of ignorance. Um, now, have you guys known each other all this time or are you just now uh, getting together to collaborate on music? Um, no, we've known each we've known we've known each other before the collaboration started. We're uh, we're partners in life as well. So this was just kind of um, when I was in MDP. Um, Sarah was still there and and everything else and 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 seeing what was going on and and uh, it was pretty much what ended up happening was she just uh, you know as life unfolds and circumstances unfold and. Um, you know, we had songs together that we would play together and all that kind of stuff, but no one had ever heard them or they'd never seen the light of day other than just around the house. Um, you know, once, once things kind of cooled down and everything else, she just kind of looked at me and was like, all right, is it my turn? Like, are we going to do this or what? <laughs> that's an interesting, and, uh, so. that's an interesting, uh, way of coming about it. Usually it's the other way around a, uh, a couple will hook up in in their professional side when you know either recording together writing together or both something along that line right. and then all of a sudden discover that hey you know we make a pretty good relationship let's try a personal one and you go from there you did it just right. the other way around you were you were per- right. you had a personal <laughs> relationship <laughs> right and then turned yeah, it into the, the it was a mixture of both 
it was a mixture of both for sure. But uh, yeah, we um, we were together first before we started venturing out and doing it, uh, doing it, uh, nice. you know, in front of everybody. So. Well, that's really neat. Now, as as far yeah. as your your music and your group is concerned, now you're calling the project Focus Your Audio. How did you come up with that? Right. Well, actually, Focus Your Audio is it's an old slang term for uh, to listen intently. Okay. And All that's right. actually and that and that's how we actually came up with it. We were just. You know, we're looking at old 50s slang terms and all, you know, all this kind of stuff. And we're just look, throwing band names against the wall and, and looking at a couple of things, word playing and stuff like that, and, and came across this this slang term for to listen intently. And it's something that we actually, how we're going about writing the music and writing the lyrics and the lyrical content of our of this of this music is is something that we actually want people to really sit down and listen to and, and, and connect with. And, and, um, and we kind of think we've, we've kind of nailed it, you know, like everybody is, is getting a different impression and is, is, is connecting with the music differently and the lyrics differently and, and getting their own, you know, perspective on it and, and saying, Hey, is this song about this? Or is this song about this? And it's like, this, these songs are whatever, uh, they're about well, whatever I, that, that they make you feel. Yeah, I got to tell you, I I I love that expression, and uh, I I don't know about David, but you know, we he and I have both been in radio, uh, well over forty years, uh, in terrestrial radio, and and of course the internet version of it, uh, and I have never heard that expression. Focus your audio, and right. I got to tell you, go. I I love it. I've never heard that cool, before. Thank you. <laughs> and it, 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 focus your audio. That's that's apropos. That I I really like that. I do too. I awesome, do too. I, I, I really it, it says it says a lot. Now since since you walked us into this subject of focusing your audio, uh what right. what would you say is the focus of your music insofar as conceptually? Sarah, do you want to take that over? You can take the that one. Focus on our music. Well, to be honest, um, you know, Bobby uh will often he'll often give me a piece of music, um and I, I do write my own, you know, guitar and everything as well. But lately what we've been doing is he'll give me a piece of music and I'll sit down and, you know, just kind of listen to it over and over again and, and kind of get a feel of what it is I, that the music is evoking and then kind of write the lyrics based on that. So I find that um, what I write, uh, it's usually um, try to add a lot of depth to it. Um, a lot of meaning to it, and I'm I'm not a big fluff writer. I wish I was. <laughs> and no, it's really so deep sometimes that I'm like, oh. But you know, I I find if we're talking about focus, I just I love good writing. I love things that provoke people's thinking and create emotion in them. And um, always was a big poetry writer as well on the side, and uh, come from a family of writers and musicians. So um, when it comes to the focus, love the acoustic vibe like right now we're the duo and not to say down the road that maybe that won't change into a band setting but for now we're loving what we're doing and the dynamic of what we're doing and what it's kind of creating so i would just see some really great um musical tunes with some really deep awesome lyrics and um and hopefully people connect with that 
what we're going to give them a chance to in just a few minutes, but uh, by playing your uh, new track you have out. Now, this is still a work in progress. Would you say that the track we're going to play, Shades Away, is uh, is indicative of your overall concept or focus, as it were, or is this kind of a standalone piece? Um, no, no, it's that, very, it, I would say it's indicative of what we do, for sure. Absolutely, absolutely yeah, yeah. Yeah, We're, so it's really much the vibe, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we would we would get an idea from this that if uh, if we like this track, there's a good chance we're going to like the finished project. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we have we have uh, a few songs in the can that are being uh, mixed and mastered as we speak, and we're gonna we're gonna release them as uh, you know successive uh, singles and and. Um, you know, uh, if if people like this, um, they're gonna love the uh, the next singles that come out. Fantastic, and I hope uh, I hope you'll keep us on the list for those, and uh, we'll be sure and uh, oh, and share them. We'll be sure and share them with our listeners around the world as we get them too. Do you have a uh, do you have an idea of what type of a time frame you're looking at? Are you going to be releasing one every couple of months or? Or what? Yeah, I think that's what we're gonna do. I think we're gonna let shades. Um, we're gonna let shades go until August, and then we'll probably, um, most definitely, we'll release something by mid-August at the latest. Uh, um, and then uh, we'll be releasing the third one probably in the winter. Um, I think it'll be every couple months that we'll release something, and then um, after the third single, we'll probably we'll likely in february or march we'll release a a three-song ep that's completely like the three standalone songs it's not the three singles um there'll be it'll be a um three-song ep probably in march or february or march are you going to when you get the music done you're going to be doing any touring in support of it yeah absolutely um we're right now we're 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 going over all that right now with our booking agent and manager and stuff. And, and um, we'll hopefully have some dates um, being released in the next month and a half or two months or so. And, um, you know, as, you know, as the singles going along, you know, we're having people reach out to us and, and um, yeah, we're just kind of getting all our eggs in our basket and, and probably by, you know, mid mid August or so we'll know what the uh, fall the fall slash uh, early winter is going to bring okay okay and uh yeah. John Bon Jovi you you're you're just biting your tongue there waiting to get in come on but it's good and 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 that hurt that hurts doing that too uh, <laughs> uh it is as far as your uh, your touring is concerned is it going to be uh primarily uh through the western provinces of Canada or are you going to be coming down into the states as well is is just time frame and uh and availability um and uh you know really that's we would love to branch out and stay kind of on the west coast at first and and branch down into the uh the western states as well maybe maybe go down uh, all the way down the west coast and come back up and but um there's definitely a longer there's a longer plan uh to do um the east coast and and come back up into uh toronto and and uh and and come back come back west through Canada so go right. down into the states uh go down into the US uh down the west coast and then come over up the east and then and then head back home across Canada 
That would but make. I was a, born and raised in Ontario. That'd be a so great tour. All my families in the Maritime. Oh wow! Yeah. So I was a, my, oh yeah, my family's in New, <laughs> in New Brunswick, I was a little so I'm, bit, not, I'm very familiar that way. <laughs> I was a little bit south of you. I was in New York State, so uh, I've uh, I've been oh. over to your part of the country. I never got up the west side, but if you guys get the, all the way down the uh, west coast and uh, keep uh, keep Arizona in mind, it's only uh, what, what, what five hours from uh, Los Angeles, and there's some great spots right. here. Tempe is... Uh, Arizona State Town, College Town, and there's some great music spots there. Uh, you might want to look into it. If you do, oh, I definitely great. want to get out there and catch you. Catch you in action. Now, you guys are uh, you guys are in the in the Vancouver area. We are. We're in Vancouver. Yep. That's such a beautiful city. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, even even Seattle. I mean, Seattle and Vancouver are um they're very very similar i mean vancouver a little different just because we also we've got the we've got the mountains in the in the background uh um yes you so do. <laughs> but i mean yeah yeah um uh, but seattle's uh it's such a beautiful city we go down there we go down there quite a bit actually um oh well it's a beautiful city you've got uh good coffee there great beer just like <laughs> seattle <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well you know when you get and all that, course, nasty with the University of yeah, with the oh yeah, a lot of nasty weather. But with the you get all that nasty yeah. weather, you got to have diversions. Yeah, with the University <laughs> of Washington being there, you, there would also be quite a few venues uh, that you guys could tap into, and that would at least give oh, you absolutely. a toehold in the states. That would be a great way to get started. Absolutely, mm. absolutely, and that's what we're really looking at. You know, we're. we're, we're Right now, we're looking at the venues like that. We're looking at the coffee houses and the auditoriums and, and stuff like that because that's really, um, you know, that's kind of the vibe that we're going for right now. Um, it, it's really nice to be, you know, be able to 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 kind of expand and and spread your wings and and tap into a lot of different places that you can't necessarily as a a big full loud band, you know. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, before we yep. let you go, uh, two things I want to touch on. One, tell the folks how they can find you and your music. Well, you can find us. Uh, well, our, our webpage is uh, www.focusyouraudio.ca. And um, so that's our main page. Um, every link to everything is on that page, our Spotify, our YouTube page, our Facebook page, our Twitter page, um, um, we have a Instagram, everything, and any other way you want to get a hold of us, it's it's right at the top of our page on all the icons and and um, shout out to, to Art at Band Brand. Um, he did our website and it's it's fantastic and very accessible. So if you go to focusyouraudio.ca, you can find us everywhere uh, on there. Great. Now the other question yep. is we're gonna we're going to actually give the folks a. Uh, the sampling of your uh, soon. As a matter of fact, we're going to give them a whole song right now and uh, tell us right. a little bit. Tell us a little bit about the song. We got about thirty seconds. Tell us about the song itself. It's called Shades Away. All right, Sarah, you do it. This song is about transition. Um, this song was written with just really my heart on my sleeve and going through a transition in my life. So the the lyrics really reflect that. Just kind of owning owning things where they're at and getting real with yourself. And, um, yeah, so I hope you enjoy it. 
and I'm sure we will. Thank you again, Bobby and Sarah. They call their group Focus Your Audio. Thank you for coming by, sharing your new music. We'll look Thanks, forward guys. to more in the real near Thank future. You. Here they are with Shades Away. Your audio right here on the David Bowers Awards. Don't forget, send us the names of your favorite 
indie artists for a chance for them to maybe get nominated for an independent tone award. Check us out online to find the details. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Focus your audio. I love the name. That That is so cool. All right, David. Well, thank you very much, everybody. Thank you for being with us again for another week of mirth, merriment, and mayhem here on the David Bowers Awards. And you can uh, be sure to catch us every week. We are broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and uh, for free on Blog Talk Radio. How about that? You can find us on YouTube, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, Amazon, Alexa devices, as well as some of these other, you know, silly sound platforms. Be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturdays at 12 noon Eastern on WRFZ FM 106.3, and that is Rochester Free Radio, and on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. Greenwich Time. For you international bon vivants, for our, uh, more great indie music and talk with the people that make it happen. So until next week, for The David Bowers, Nick the Geek, Hopalong Sarcassity, and all the other idiots here, my name is the legendary John Bon Jovial. Sure glad you were with us. We'll see you again next week right here on The David Bowers Awards. <laughs>